Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All A Bravo by Betches Podcast We don't say that but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on track me bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep we Hey everyone welcome back to the Mention It All Podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it's Podcast Friday that's true. Wow. It doesn't feel like Thursday. I know. But in the beginning I, I of the week, we're like, this is the longest week ever. And here I know, we are. Now, you know, now it's just flying by. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. that's actually true, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are here on Thursday, um, obviously talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But the more um, pressing development besides the episode was this video <laughs> that is on social media this morning of you know, a paparazzi video person, you know, saw Tom Girardi in, it looks like a parking lot and was asking him, he was with, you know, some, I don't know who he's with, but he's asking him like, did Erica know? And the guy doesn't want him to answer the question. And Tom said, I think she does. It's Tom does not look with it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That video was very mean. And like, should not like he doesn't look well at all right like like oh god the words the if you just saw like a transcript like a if you just saw it like written down what he said it would sound very you know like incriminating or like it was really like oh he said i think she does no but watching the video it's like it's like sad this you it's like very debatable whether he even really knows what is going on. Like, I don't, obviously I don't want to, you know, put words in his mouth or like, you know, guess too much on like his condition, but like, we haven't really seen him at all in the last like two years, basically now. And like, he does not look, he doesn't look, like he's in the same condition he was when we were seeing him on like last season of Beverly Hills. Right. And like, obviously we'll get to the episode, but in the episode when Erica was saying how her grandmother went through this, like everyone knows allegedly what goes on once you put someone into a facility like that. And it like breaks you almost like that. You're right. That is not the top like that. It was just like, not it was unfortunate to say, you know, obviously think people are well, going yeah, through worse I mean, like, things. Yeah, I think you can you can be a hundred percent like the Tom did a lot, probably maybe did a lot of bad stuff and right. these victims need their money and everything. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that it's like kind and considerate to like ambush an right. a, a, like dementia old man in a parking lot and like try and ask him like a gotcha question on camera. And I do think like, I don't know the circumstances of this video being made, but like it kind of sucks for Erica (laughs) because like people are, 
like you know that people some people are gonna take this and run with it and be like tom said erica knew and it's like okay i I mean (laughs) i like trust me i'm not i'm not like over here you know campaigning for for erica but like i don't really think this video like is a is a slam indicates anything yeah (laughs) i don't i don't know if it would be admissible in court right it's like well tom said it well tom doesn't looks like doesn't know what planet he's on so he might say a lot of things he's he's really old i mean how old is he though is he like 82 or is he in the high 80s no he's in the low 80s (laughs) oh yeah he because he i remember yeah no he's like 80 one or 82 something he's like 82 that. wow that's weird that i just threw out 82 and he is 82 82 is really old though i mean i mean yes and no yeah, yes like to still be a like... lawyer but like if like someone's grandparent is 82 i feel like it's like low 80s is like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i guess compared to us it's old I don't, I still think of 80s as really old. Like none, none of my grandparents live, uh, I guess one of my grandparents lived to be 90, but like, I don't have any like hundred year old relatives. Right, like right. I, I 82 think is old is to old. me. <laughs> it's all old. I mean, I'll be happy. Like if I just like die on a beach when I'm 65, I'll be content. Dylan, uh, that's what? so sad. Well, I mean, at this point, like I'm not going to have enough saved to be retired for 30 years. So like, I might as well just like, I'll take one really nice vacation when I'm like in my sixties. Right. And you know, okay. If that's it, that's it. Just like, like in sixties is pretty young. So I hope, I hope to everyone that yeah. you live longer than that. Also okay. yesterday, that's funny. Cause I am always talking about retiring. Um, I said, we are, it was like one o'clock and I was like, we are half a day closer to retiring wow that's beautiful almost same thing with today almost not quite halfway there but it's 11 a.m people on the east coast you should start um you should like set a reminder and every day at like 1 p.m just put in our like company slack channel like hey everyone (laughs) half a day closer to retirement (gasps) on the side they'd be like like, this is actually (laughs) supposed to be for like work purposes it you is can do this. technically you can, you can you can just like tweet that <laughs> hey everyone half a day closer to retirement hello world you scroll your twitter feed and it's just that every single day <laughs> oh boy all right let's talk about the real reason we're here no retiring is yeah let's 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 get to the episode um so we're headed to del mar kathy has planned a girl's trip um like, this, thank you, Kathy, for this season, by the way. Thank you, Kathy. And Garza. I was Kathy thinking about while I was watching this episode, I'm like, Kathy has absolutely fit every definition of a full-time housewife this season. And, like, I think it's so funny that she clearly had no interest. Like, she did not want to be a housewife, but, like, she had no problem actually, like, doing the job of a housewife she and i think that's like a funny assignment. yeah it's just like funny because normally when we have friends of it's a lot more like oh like they come to this thing but not to this thing like they might go on one of the trips but like they and like this episode it's like we have cameras filming in kathy's house when nobody else is even there like <laughs> like she's really i mean 
she basically she might as well be a housewife this season um yeah <laughs> but so of course everyone's stressed out about packing to go on this trip because you know oh of course my they god are. The first 20 (laughs) minutes of this episode, I was having like Ajita. (laughs) First of all, when Dorit called Kathy and Kathy just kept going. "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." But she was literally just going through like her lipsticks. And Kathy's like trying on all her makeup while Dorit's like Dorit's in the phone. Like, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, then Garcelle is talking and and Kathy's like doing the lip line. Like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh, babe. Yeah. Like one of those said this, but like Dorit, you could put the phone down for an hour and you pick it back up and Dorit would still be talking. 100 percent Dorit kind of to me is like latching on to Kathy in a good way. But because Kat and Kathy knows exactly how to like, I don't want to say handle, but handle her. Like even at all the dinners, Kathy is the one who is like, okay, like Dorit, please Dorit. And she does it this episode, too. But I don't know if Dorit is also calling Kathy because she knows Kathy will listen as opposed to like any of the other women who she knows will not listen to her speak. Yeah, I feel like Kathy. I feel like Kathy is very aspirational for Dorit. Like Dorit likes to think of herself as like, you know, kind of like on the same level of as Kathy, like that's appealing to her. Yeah. And I think Kathy is a little bit like, Oh, well, like, I like the girl, but I mean, it, right, 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 right. I mean, <laughs> wait, so like, they're all caravanning, they're all meeting at Kyle's house, and they're like, all taking separate cars for what reason? I don't know, because I feel like a few of them definitely could have carpooled. But like them being in Kyle's um, driveway reminded me of being at like a wedding venue and like the valet guys are like figuring out what to do with all the cars and they are like running around. Of course, Kyle's dogs get out because what episode has that like not happened in where they're like meeting somewhere <laughs> and like Kathy, there's leaves like a her- car stuck in the gate. Like yes. th- it was a Ka- lot happening. Kathy leaves her bag at home because like, duh. And I don't know about you, but I was, so- this scene was she couldn't call because she, her phone was in her bag. So Kyle called and it's like, Kathy has so many people working for her in her home that they don't, she doesn't even know her name. So they called the lady, like the lady. And she, she met them on the four Oh five and sunset. Like this whole scene was like, Holy shit. Wouldn't it have been easier for Kathy to go home and get her bag or probably not. Cause she would have been there for like a long time. It was a little cringe to me that we, um, kept referring to this woman as the lady and never, you know, figured out her name or corrected that. Cause it's like, to me, it's like a little bit like Ramona singer and the help. It's like, figure out the woman's name. Like it's one thing if it takes you a second to remember, but like they were like labeling her the lady on the, on like the, on the screen. And like when she talked, they like did the caption, the lady. And it's like, exactly. It's one thing, like, it was a little funny the first second when she's like, "Uh, uh, the woman who works at my house, but it's like. I was just going to say that it was funny at first, but then I was like, wait, how don't you know her name? Like, I almost feel like that's very rude because she's like your employee, like you, she works and does all this stuff for you. So they met them. And like when they, when Kyle, this part was cringing to me when Kyle kept going, no, Mrs. Hilton, Mrs. Hilton. I was like, are you guys serious? Like now I was like, what year are we in? Yeah, I love Kathy's like quirkiness and I think she's hilarious. But this was one of those moments where I'm like, 
<sighs> it's a little out of touch. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and then also when later on, again, fast forward when Garcelle was like, have you ever walked into a room and felt like, you know, not oh my God. And Kathy was like, yes, I have. I was like, Kathy, no. Kathy, without missing a beat, is like, yes, I have. And like, I was, I was half expecting Garcelle to be like, when? But she, I mean, Garcelle is like more, she's like more cool, calm and collected than that. Um, But yeah, we'll get to that. So we go to Del Mar. This hotel is like, it seems like a very like large, grand stately kind of hotel and it seems also like there is no one else staying there um these empty long hallways just i don't know i don't love the vibe it looked beautiful like i would want i would have no problem staying there but yeah first like i would when he was walking garcelle to her room and she was like so like busy and he was like well like not really and they like <laughs> and to like the pool and everything and like there was no one there but she's so right like it was straight out of the shining like all those and they kept all of them kept talking about the long hallways and they were like am i gonna know how to get out which way do i go and i was like wait this is supposed to be like romantic and they're like giving me really creepy vibes now i'm scared they did not give that place good publicity that's for sure <laughs> i know but the the grounds do look beautiful and the first day we start with a pop-up picnic which kathy clearly like heard that somewhere and has gotten it in her head that this is like a fun thing to do because she says pop-up picnic about six times in a row. And it actually is lovely. I have to say this looks nicer than any beach picnic we've ever seen on Below Deck. That's for sure. I mean, if Kathy Hilton is hosting and anything, especially even a picnic, I would imagine it be nicer than anything we've seen before. But she also, like even during the... um. Oh my god! What was what was the thing called with the drums? Why did I just totally blank on what that? Oh, the sound. On um, se- the so sound the sound bath. bath. She kind of, as much as I love Kathy, when she hosts things like that, it kind of like scares me a little bit because she's like such a perfectionist that I feel almost like on like edge if something goes wrong. She's very like quick to. Yeah. To be like mad or something. So it really just like I get like nervous when she hosts things because I hope that everything well, goes smoothly. That's what I thought was so funny, too, with the dinner on the first night, how she says, oh, dinner's at eight and the place cards are already ready. And then she and Kyle are like over an hour late to dinner. I'm like, wait, you were like you were like worried about the place cards, but you didn't <laughs> like it was I was shocked that they were that late to dinner at the hotel. I know. And again, continued Ajita for me. They were both running around back and forth there. They needed hairspray. They needed lipstick. They needed the mask. I was like, guys, you're going to dinner with your castmates who you see every day and you're not leaving the, the place. It's it's a lot for me. It's just like, get ready and go. Yeah. Go. Kyle, Kyle was stressing me out. This whole yes. <laughs> yes. Like it was <laughs> like, a lot you need to take a chill pill. Um, but I, I do feel for Sutton, whose ankle is badly sprained. She, after getting to the hotel in Del Mar, she has to go to the ER. They do an x-ray. They put her on crutches. And she also has a wheelchair. Um, I feel, She I just cannot feel like, be on it for a week. Right. She can't put any weight on it for a week. It's just like rough 
to be on a group trip and like have to be dealing with this and like it just makes her it's kind of sad because I just feel like she's it's like every event she like shows up to and you're like oh Sutton in the crutches like that's rough and then like I don't know it just I like I'm like pitying her oh no pity over here um no I mean I do I get like it's again with the long hallways like she couldn't walk and like Garcelle's being a really good friend like beyond making sure that she's like wheeling her everywhere and taking care of her but it's also uncomfortable Sutton's uncomfortable being there like in general so now I feel like it's even more and we did see Erica be like is that Sutton in a wheelchair but yet she didn't ask like if she's okay or anything while they were walking up to dinner but maybe they cut that out who knows (laughs) calling all my honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love whether you're a bride a wedding guest or simply seeking everyday smoothing honey love is the go-to for all things shapewear honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear for a limited time you can get honey love on sale get 20 percent off your entire order with our exclusive link honeylove.com mia Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honeylove. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. At the picnic, this is while Sutton is at the hospital, so she's not there. Um, They're talking sort of, so Tom is having this competency hearing and they kind of get back on the subject of Sutton supposedly calling Erica a liar, which rolling the footage back, we sort of see that she said that Erica lied about something. I think if you want to nitpick, she never really called Erica a liar, whatever, semantics. But Dorit is kind of trying to get some more clarity about the car accident story. And she brings up Tom being unconscious for 12 hours. And Erica says, yeah, allegedly. And it's like, the women are kind of like, wait, 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 wait. Like, 
how is it alleged? Like, this is the story that you told us. Right. Like, you can't say allegedly from the news that you it came from you. And you can't say allegedly the second time because you already said right. (laughs) Because before she was portraying it as this was the story all along. And the reason I said something else was because I was protecting him. So like for her to now be acting like it's just like a possible explanation. It's like, that's not what it's not actually really what you made it sound like before. Um, And then of course, Erica then says that Sutton should be threatened. Yeah, that was a, that that, was a bit much. That was the kind of thing where I felt like everybody was kind of just like, to me, like, that, that can was, we, can we not like that was petty that lot. Like when she said that that was petty, it was like, and you know, like they're all the women are all like Kathy brings up the tension, which she's good at doing. And they like Erica really is like doors closed. But at the same time, you see her being like, like asking questions or she talked to her a few weeks ago. And like next episode, we see her going to like converse with Sutton. So it's like be a little you don't have to be friends with her. No one is telling you you have to be friends with her. But you you're at this point not even being cordial. She was like, why are you even speaking to me right now? Like, And it's like, Erica, because you're at a table with women like having dinner, you know, like she's not asking you what you're doing next weekend. She's just like simply having a conversation. But even Dari, again, as her as Erica's friend said in like her confession, she was like, Erica is just making it like she's like, I want to believe Erica, but she's like, she's making yeah. it so difficult to do with what she's yeah. choosing to say. And at the dinner later, when Sutton and Erica are talking to each other, I feel like Sutton still is coming from a place of wanting. You know, she doesn't want to be Erica's enemy. She doesn't want to be seen as the villain. She doesn't, you know, she just wants to be to get some things clear and, you know, I think she, I don't think she's wrong about Erica, maybe whether you want to say lying or whether you want to say, you know, there were some, some things that didn't add up, but yeah, Erica is taking it to a very sort of like personal place of like, yeah, the, why are you talking to me? Like, I don't care what you think. Like, I think, I think Erica is is wanting Sutton's intentions to be worse than they are. And so I think for Sutton, it's kind of like a, all I was trying, she, you know, she's just kind of like, all I was trying to do was like this. And Erica's just not really receptive to that, which is, I mean, it is what it is. I do, I think it, at this point, it's almost like, yeah, like why bother? Like, I think Sutton is, should probably just let the door be closed. She says she doesn't want to knock, but then she kind of does. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> should I knock? Or so I was like, I wouldn't knock on that door. And in that moment, the door. I actually felt for Sutton in that moment because she was like, she really is taking the high road. And she's like, I want to just let her know that I didn't mean it. She just want to tech kind of yeah. went about it the wrong way originally. And she's willing to not apologize, but like fix it. And it's just good for her for continuing to try, but I don't know where it's going to get her. I really don't know where yeah. so far. Um, <laughs> and then also at this dinner, we have Garcelle sort of being put into this hot seat again, because, you know, Rina still has this, she now is saying that, if Garcelle doesn't feel supported in the group, 
maybe Garcelle needs to be a better friend. And that felt really sort of out of left field to me because I think Garcelle is not necessarily super close with a lot of the women in the group, but I've never gotten the sense that she's like unfriendly or anything like that. No. And the, the only real example that Rina uses is that Garcelle didn't know when Kyle's birthday was, which to me is like, I don't know when anyone's birthday is like we're adults. Like you're not like getting invited to their birthday party and bringing cupcakes. Like who gives a shit? Like, I don't, that's like a weird thing to like put emphasis on to me. Yeah. And yeah, Reno said that Garcelle should be honest because she's a little shady. And I was like, that's not a word I would use to describe Garcelle. I, I do not think she's shady. However, if Rina feels that way about their friendship, because they've, you know, been at it for a little while. I still don't think Garcelle has been shady to Rena. I think they're just butting heads a little bit um, and working through it. But I don't think Garcelle has been shady in the slightest to any of the other women. But I really loved that conversation because Garcelle even said the fact that she was vulnerable and, and able to open up like maybe they're ma- she's making able to make strides with these women and they're able to see, of course, then we had like her ask that question and Kathy chimed in, but that's, wasn't the point. I would say, I would say if anything, Garcelle has been shady to Dorit maybe just because some of the comments and stuff that she made, like she's acknowledged, like, yeah, I made digs at her, like whatever. Um, but yeah, like the whole Rina's whole attitude this season of, you know, like telling people they need to be honest and whatever, but only when it suits her kind of trajectory within the cast. It's like, it really feels tired at this point. Like I feel like three or four seasons ago when Rinna was always telling people to own it and stuff, like it was fun. And that was like her thing. But now it just feels so like she picks and chooses when to be this like crusader for truth. And it's like, that doesn't it's not a good look and like the way that she has been so like riding hard for erica and like it just looks like she i don't know it's like it's just hard to understand like why she seems so one-sided this season when it's like you have different friendships with all of these women like sutton came on the show as your friend and you've like said that you've been friends with Garcelle for all of these years. And yet for whatever reason, it feels like the only person in the cast that Rina actually feels like a sense of responsibility to be loyal to is Erica. And I don't, I don't really understand that. Like I would understand if she wanted to be impartial or if she wanted to, you know, like support Erica, but the, the way she seems so dead set on not, you know, supporting anyone else just feels like kind of that feels shady to me. Right. And we've also seen this as a repeat action with Rena in past seasons too, like Denise and like with Eileen, I'm not sure if she really like fought with, but she was always like, needs someone to be her like sidekick, I guess. Yeah. It's like, she kind of has a habit of either bringing someone on the show or being friends with somebody when they come on the show and then sort of leaving them out to dry after a season or two. And that definitely happened with Denise. Um, I don't, yeah. Like you were saying with Eileen, it's like, I don't know if anything that extreme happened, but like 
I feel like Eileen probably didn't feel like Rinna was like super buddy buddy with her by the end. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know. She, I just think she seems like, so she like goes wherever the wind blows and this season. Clearly she has decided that she's going to be like Erica's die hard. And it's just like a weird look to me. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I know we've figured this out before, but if you think about her sticking up for Erica this season. Other than that, like what is her specific storyline this season? She doesn't have storylines. She doesn't have one. She never does. Like, I mean, even like last season, I remember until like, there was so much of like Delilah's or like Amelia's looking for an apartment. And, you know, like she's had, she's like made her daughters such big parts of her storyline in the past. And it's like, her storyline or like her role has always been sort of like this, you know, pot stirrer, truth teller, whatever. And this season, I think with so much going on, it's like mm-hmm. Rinna isn't actually the one helping to move the story forward at all this season. It's been all Erica Sutton, Dorit Garza. I mean, honestly, pretty much everyone, I think, but Rinna and maybe like Crystal hasn't, been like that active in the plot but like everybody else basically has really been like churning out these like crazy scenes and stuff and I feel like Rinna has kind of been the most stagnant because she's just been like yeah team Erica the whole time to be honest Crystal like wasn't even in this episode and I was sad about that yeah Chris I feel like Crystal's been like taking a little bit of a backseat recently which isn't I don't think is necessarily a problem I'm I'm interested to see like how she is at the reunion um I'm so excited for this reunion (laughs) I know I I can't wait but also I don't want the season to be over so I know know. um okay but so then the the episode ends with Erica calling a meeting with Rinna and Kyle the next day after she skips the sound bath okay wait but after the sound bath when Kyle like calls when it's again Kyle Rinna and Dorit that part like annoyed me because I was like like you just got a text from Erica the the article is out in the public like why again I was never like oh it's always the three of them but and then now it's becoming more clear like so the Kathy um Garcelle and Sutton like went into the hotel whatever and they were just like yeah like and whispering about the conservatorship but it's like you could have said that like in front of everyone they're all wondering where erica is i don't know that annoyed me it was like you don't have to like be sketchy in the corner reading the text message (laughs) right it's funny that erica will like skip the group event because of this thing but then immediately have rena and kyle come to her room and film this conversation it's like Okay, whatever. Um. <laughs> Say, and she went to dinner the night before. She let us know that she knew last night. So why couldn't you go to the sound bath? Right, like all you have to do is lay there. <laughs> like, um, I would have liked to do but that. So 
yeah. So there's been like this recommendation for Tom to um, go to like a mental care facility. facility. And Erica really doesn't want that because she saw that happen with her grandma and she knows how people get treated in places like that. Um, And this was a, I, I thought this was like a really interesting scene because it was different kind of than the way we've seen Erica talk about um, Tom, like for the last little while that she still feels like she has sort of a responsibility or like an Mm -hmm. emotional connection to like caring what happens to him. And she also points out that his other kids, his kids and like, you know, everybody else in his life, it's like, where are they? Like now that he can't, you know, do anything for them, they've sort of like left him in the lurch. And like, this was one of those moments where I I did feel like it was like, okay, this is like human emotion of Erica caring about someone and like wanting them to get the help they need. And it was nice to see more of that side because especially now seeing this video of Tom, I'm like, I really do believe that he is like not struggling. Yeah. And she said, regardless of like, Le- what, what's happened le- happening legally i was still married to this person for 22 years and it's like human right. decency to not like let someone you know have no one and that was really sad like the what she was saying about like his kids because she's like well he's he's they don't need him what they and i was like that's so sad like it's still like their father so like you only needed them for his money but she said like you want to know who your real friends are like go broke <laughs> I was like, I feel like I've heard that before from like many people, but. And in the, in the preview for next week's episode, she tells Kyle that she has zero dollars. And I'm like. <gasps> also wanna... like, what is Kyle supposed to react to that? Cause Kyle has like a lot of dollars. <laughs> right. Kyle's sitting there like, <laughs> Oh, like, do you, want one like? Of Chan- <laughs> do you want one of my Chanel bags? <laughs> oh my God. I, it's just like. It's crazy because she said like it's a lot like you see her showing up with her like Tiago and like she it's weird because in general, when you look at someone's life like that, you're like, oh, shit. OK, like three, six, 180, whatever, 180. And because people are like, if you say 360, it's just a full circle. So 180. But then if you look at like, obviously, the grand scheme of things, you're like, OK, I don't feel that bad. But now again, next week, you're like, OK, she has no money like that. That is right, like. like- terrible like zero, like like zero dollars like, like negative am i richer than erica am i richer <gasps> than erica wow 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 <laughs> wow next up kathy hilton i'm coming for you <laughs> oh my god for kathy's sake i hope not <laughs> uh thank you guys for listening we'll be back on monday with another episode in the meantime don't forget to rate review follow the show wherever you listen and you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches.